0: Some chesem of bays about twelve or so lines down. The first word on the line is la altar. I'm just going to flip back one second. The bottom line of the previous amud, Rebblazer had said, "Vafra blazer Sover, that the chiyuv is only after yayush. This four or five is only after yayush." No, I think did we half box Rebblazer? Yeah. So and we also half box Reb because Reb Yochanan. Um, is going to say, well, uh, we've got a problem with that. Amarle and, and we had uh, two triangles, two vidilmas at the end of yesterday's year. Each one was a potential difficulty uh, for Rabelazer. I'm not sure if there should be a full triangle or not, but it's Rabbi on bringing a point which seems to be difficult for Rabelazer. So I actually dot triangle the Amarle. I don't know how, you want to, how precise you want to get, but, and I, I marked Rabbi in the same way because he's speaking to Rab-Lazar, Says Rabbi Yochan to Rabelazer, you 're saying that the the um, requirement to make payments for geneva is only after Yeush but geneva Benfic um interesting, not an item, but if uh somebody gets kidnapped basically he 's stolen by somebody else now, do you Miyayesh on yourself being found? no one's miyayish on themselves Yeush by yet we know there's a whole slew of Chiyuvim for the kidnapper that he would have to pay, even though there's, by definition, no Yeyush. That's a, it's a little bit out of left field, but it's, it's a valid point. If you're going to say that all these responsibilities, liabilities are only um, after Yeyush, but by definition there's no Yeyush here, and yet all these responsibilities and liabilities apply to the person. So Gubur notes, Michal desavar Rabbi Yochanan, Well, it must then be the Rabbi Yochanan holds, lifnei, Yeyush, your chayev. I dot underline lifnei, and I wrote above the chayev four and five, meaning the four or five times for a uh, cow or a sheep is going to be before yeyush. How about though laachar yeyush mai? And I squiggle underline those three words. That's going to be the issue now. Or Rabbi hold after yeyush again. This sounds a la repetitive. This is the third or fourth time we're going over different shitas. You could sort of make a sikum at the end. Rabbi I circled our chayev, Rabbi Shlakish who I so is somebody after yeush who then uh, s- sells or slaughters the cow or the sheep going to be chayiv or not? Machlokas. Now each opinion explains themselves. Reb Yochan, who Amar chayiv, a person's chayiv, and now he had said you're chayiv um, before and you're chayiv after. b'en lachar That's basically what the Torah says. If a person steals something, specifically cow or sheep, sells it or slaughters it. Doesn't make a difference with your out with or without Yeyush, whereas Reh Shlokish, Amar, why? Because the whole Chiv is Lifnei Yayushu, Lifnei Yeyush, but La'achar if there's Yeyush, and there's been a change of uh, ownership, even though the real owner didn't know about it, Kana, then the ganav technically legally acquired it, and when he turns around a few days later, a week later, and sells or slaughters it, Shlokotovei, Shlokotovei, so you can't, it's on your own thing, and it's not going to make any further liability. Ace Rabbi Yochan on the Reish You're following Tineic source, um, and about seven, eight lines of analysis. So I put a long question marking in the margin, starts here, goes down about 12 lines, so first word on the line is who. And uh, it starts this Ace that Rabbi Yochan brings Reish with a uh, two-line um, Tanaic source starts here, goes till the first word on the line is Uchamisha, and that's the end of the price. So, in this case, Ganov, you have a person he stole, apparently like a cow or sheep. The it was Maktishit. V'achar interesting, and then he shechted it. So, whose cow is he shechting when he shechts it? Seemingly, hektish's cow, because he's it. So, we'd have to pay double to the Ganav. What about the four or five times? No. Okay, so you still have to pay the double. Even though he shechted it, usually the whole thing is you have a cow, you steal it, you shechted it, you have to pay a uh, cow five times, four times. What's the kefal but no four and five? So, the Gemara now wants to clarify Amos. We said he stole it, then he was mocked shit, and then he shechted it. Well, specifically, when he was mocked shit, when was that? When exactly was he it? And specifically was it before the Yayush or after the Yayush of the rightful owner. Yayush, if it was before Yayush, so he stole someone's sheep, and then the rightful owner didn't have Yayush, and he's maktish it, well me It doesn't work that way. You can't be maktish something that's not yours. The Pas says specifically Ishki Yakdish is at your own house, mana. And we learn from that a general rule. Ma so Beisai, just like your house. Whose is it? It's yours. Shaloi, so to anything else you want to be has to be, rightfully and legally, yours. So there's no way that it could be before the rightful owner was miyayish ella. And I dot underline these three words. Pshit ala yeyush. It's got to be that it was after yeyush. So the guy stole it. Then the rightful owner was miyayish. Then he was maktish it. The time and apparently... The reason why he'd be off the hook, normally, if you steal somebody's cow and shech you four or five times, why is this guy off the hook? The reason of the pitor from the four or five times, dehikdish <laughs> hu mishalim, because he was mocked as shit. That's why he's not paying the tashomer v'chamisha. dehik <laughs> katavach, because, let's say a day later, when he has the knife going back and forth through the animal's neck, otherwise known as shrita, whose cow is he shechting? dehikdish <laughs> katavach. It's hekdishes aval lo let's take a step back and make a diuk, if he wouldn't have been it, and he shefted it. in others, he stole somebody's cow, and a week later shefted it, apparently, and now this is after Yeyush, and I dot underlined, Mishalim Tashumar V'chamisha. Now, I guess uh, Rabbi Yochanan is going to wrap up his question, if you want to try to say, my dear Bar Pluta, Reish Lakish, says Rabbi Yochanan, that Yeyush is Kaina, which is what you said, then one second, the rightful one was miyayesh, and only three days later, amayimasham, why in the world should you be paying four or five times? Shalohi hu tover, shalohi It was his already. Ah, oh, so that's the question Rabbi Yochanan asked Reish Lakish. Amarley, Reish Lakish responds to Rabbi Yochanan that, um, hmm, we had read the first three words of that brysa, I'll just refresh our memories, it was 10 lines ago, Ganov I guess three, I think, verbs, stole it, he was to shit, and then he shechted it. Now for sure, the stealing is the ganav, And for sure, the last thing, shechting it is the shecht, but you know who was actually maktashit? It wasn't the ganav. it was the rightful owner. Amar the case over here is, we have to change who the verb is coming to qualify. the bi'ad Ganov. So you had somebody who has a sheep, and it's rightfully his. Then it was stolen. And the guy said, you know what? I hereby declare that sheep should be kadosh. That's the case. What's well, out of his possession. Mm. Is that a problem? Okay. It's his. It actually is a problem. It's going to keep us preoccupied for a <laughs> while now. First question that Omar asks, I would double underline this word uh, umi, and it's going to be a question on reish lakish. Then you're definitely onto something. And then about f- six lines later, last word on the line is Karen. Three words before the end of the line is Vihare. That's going to be a, another, a second question. I double underline that. And these are basically two questions the Gemara is going to ask on Reishal Kush. So Reishal had a simple answer. Simply understand that the one who's being mocked shit is actually the rightful owner. So the thief stole it. And at the end, the thief is the one who's going to shecht it, but the one who was makdashit was the rightful owner. So perfect, it's his. You can be makdashit, something that's yours. Ask him for one second. Mi Would that really work? Could the rightful owner be makdashit? Question mark comma. Veha amar Rabbi Yochanan, it was Rabbi himself who said, gazal veloin nisiya shuha Let's see that it was stolen, and the owner was not me Ayish. And we've had this before, and you're 100% right. Neither of them can be Why? Zel of the God it's not his. You can't be makdashi something that's not yours. But Zen, the rightful owner of Ishayna he doesn't have it right now. You can makdashi something you do have. You can't be makdashi something you don't have. Well, that's a problem for Reish Lakish. However, Amri the Gemara answers that who, meaning Reish Lakish, Dhamma He holds like a different. Approach a different Tanaic opinion de Tznan, as we have brought out in this Mishnah. It's a two-line quote of a Mishnah with six Meiser and um, it, it seems as though uh, there's this. well, Let's see what the Mishnah says. Hatznuin, The snuin Literally, the uh, I don't know, not the the the, the you know, people with the bulletproof stockings, but we're talking about it, it's it's a way of life, a, a discreet sort of sensitive attitude towards life. Um, What would they do when they had um, a field, uh, let's call it a vineyard, and in their vineyard there is um, grapes, and some of them have been growing there on the vine for five, six, seven years. Some of them are fourth-year grapes. Um, Now, fourth-year grapes are wonderful as long as you slap them through shleim and eat them or redeem them. But you can't just pick them where you are in Hebron or and eat them. So what would the Tznu'an do who owned vineyards? That they would actually set aside money, and they would say, they were concerned that people would be walking by, and now whether you should or shouldn't take from somebody's field, people would do it, and you're not supposed to do that, you can't do that, but they would say that anything that's picked from this vineyard, on this fourth year produce, is going to be, it's holiness is going to go on to this money. Okay, so uh, that would uh, take care of that. The Rish holds like the Tzinuin, which Rashi says, well, one second. So at the end of the day, they're going to come. People picked uh, and put in their backpacks two hours ago, four hours ago, and they make this declaration, but it's not in their possession anymore. Not a problem. If it's something that's rightfully yours, you can deal with it, even though you might not have it in your possession. Uh, so too, over here, we're going to say that the, uh, the, the fellow... Even though the animal's not in his possession, is able to make declarations about it. Vehareh, the Gemara the, is another question on Reish Lakish. I guess, question number two. Vehareh Chazra Karen lebailim. Okay, that the Karen goes to the rightful owner. Says Rashi, let's see, Rashi's a uh, couple lines up across from here. Vehareh Chazra Karen bailim. If we're talking about a case, it's who was the one who's Makdashit? This interesting Mahalik that was actually the rightful owner. Khal on my Then one second, why is Kafel being paid? Which is what the Bryce of Poskin. He has to pay double. Hare, keren liyadam, shuha. The, the Karen is going to be going back to them. They were mocked Who, Who's whose is it now? It's not theirs anymore. It's the base of Middleshis. El kishnim tis ganav. You can only be Mikhay of when the item itself is found in the possession of the Ghana. It's not in possession of the Ghana anymore. It's not the base amygdala stuff. So the back in the Gemara Kar chazra Karan answers the Gemara We're getting a very specific case over here, but Kesha Ahmad bidin What happened is that they already had the court case, witnesses already had come before the rightful owner was Makdashit. So it's a very specific case. It was stolen and then the witnesses came and then the guy was Makdashit. That's the case. Well, one second. We said they had the court case already? Is the court case finished or not? Is the court case is finished or it's not? So, dummy, dami ida amri. if the judges had said uh, to the uh, litigants here, and the psak of them was, and I squiggle underline three words, say ten loi, go give him. Meaning, you who stole, you have to give him the fell. Well, then one second. My area hiktish, then why is it in the context of where he was mocked this shit? And then he checked it. "Afil nami lola Even if he wasn't mocked this shit, he has to pay up the double already. There was already a psaq on this case. So there's no way he would be chayev the four and five times. And the parenthetically, I put this in, well, I guess bracketly, but I put this in brackets, this section from here till the third line on Samat HaSamad Aleph. So before the word da'amar, Till on the third line before the word low. It's a bracketed section. And um, in the bracketed section, we're going to see a very specific Lushen that the judges have to declare for the case to be officially over. Da'amar Rava. We're going to have two possibilities. Possibility A and B. A, if the judges in a case like this, say to one of the two parties, say ten low, you go out there, give him like basically a command to pay up then, Tavachumachar, if he goes, I don't know, a day later and shechs or sells the animal, he's putter. There's no four or five at that time. My time, oh, why? Since the rabbis gave up psaq, the final decision, the Tavachumachar, and then what did he do? He slaughtered or uh, sold it, Havile Gazlan. Gazlan's not a ganav. Gazlan did it out in public. And in Meshelam, it's only a ganav who pays four or five times. B, if they had said, however, the lushan of, I squiggle-underline these four words, which to me, the untrained ear sounds very similar to say tenloi, but it's more like an abstract statement of what the Halacha is as opposed to a command to that person to do it. So ten Tenloi, they're speaking to him, you go out and you have to give him. Whereas Chayev Atali Tenloi, you would legally be responsible, is sort of what they're saying. Then, if he went and slaughtered and sold it, they didn't give him the final psaac yet. And therefore he would pay the four or five times. My time. why is that? Keivan Delay Pasku HaLemil it's like years have changed since they didn't yet give their final official worded psak. Akati Ganavu, he's still considered a Ganov. Now, all that is bracketed off because, as the more answers right now, lo, tzricha, no, this is not an issue because what's the case to Amri Le, where the rabbis had said, chayev tenlei. In other words, they gave sort of a conclusion without giving a final psaq, which was that, you know, in a case like this, a person would have to pay up, which means they didn't give a final p'sak, which means he's still a ganav. and if he goes the next day and checks it or sells it, he's going to have to do whatever ganav did, which is pay four or five times. Gufa, Hama Rabi Yochanan. I, I had a box for Yochanan. We're going to have, uh, have we ever a fire box in uh, the marking? Either way. It just looks like a, a box on fire. I've had the regular box in Yochanan. Yochanan says, we just quoted this, uh, I had this a little bit earlier. General rule: If I sell something, steal something from you, and uh, normally if it's yours, you can be machtish. Well, neither of us can be machtish. I can be machtish because it's not mine. And you. And I dot underlined again these three words: it, Like you don't have it right now. You can't be machtish something even legally if you own it. If you don't have it, who said that? Rabbi Yochanan said that. The Gemara asks, really? Now, this, this question takes us down to the second wide line on the Amud, which uh, I say a good seven, eight lines before the end of the Amud. And it's basically a large mission from Mesechus Maeser Shani. Here's the question Could Rabbi Yochanan really have said that if there's something that's not in your Rishus, you can't be mocked as shit. Really? Vaham Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan told us the general rule, halacha kestam Mishnah. That whenever you have a Mishnah that doesn't have a name associated with it, that's the halacha. It's like Vitznan. And here we have, it's about a 12 line quote of a Mishnah Mesechus, Meiser Shani. Okay. Um, people often walking by will, um, if they walk by an apple orchard, they'll apple grove, orange grove, um, a vineyard, they'll pick some of the fruit and they'll eat it. Sometimes, even though I remember growing up in America, as a modern Orthodox kid, like, fruits are always kosher, which I guess in America it probably is, but in Israel there's a bunch of reasons why it would not be. One of them would be um, karen revai, underland karen revai. If you have uh, grapes, it's their fourth year that they, they've been growing, um, basically treat it like like shaney. You can eat as much as you want of it, in Yerushalayim, or you could re, uh, redeem it here and then bring the money, but you can't eat it in Hebron in or Beis Lechem or svas. you can't eat anywhere else. So I'm going Ravai, we're going to have f- um, three or four cases over here. Adama. The people who had fields of Kerem Ravai would put clumps, clods of earth around those fields. Why? Almost parenthetically, it was a simon to people walking by. simana kiadama that the stuff, the grapes in this vineyard are just like the earth. Ma'adama. You know what earth is? Well, it's dirty, but it's unbelievable potential. Ika mi no, you can get benefit from it. How do you benefit from it? Well, you plow it, you plant, and then you harvest, and that's food for the entire world. Afhai, <laughs> so to these grapes, that's is the simon's supposed to put into the head of the person. Afhai nami ki mif if you redeem the miser sheni, or in this case, the kerem ravi, but yeah, better redeem it first. Kama, arla. arla, underlined arla, let's say that a field of uh, anything that was in the first three years of its uh, fruit growth. Becharsis, they would have these little broken pieces of like uh, pottery or uh, um, tiles. What was that to indicate to the walker buyer, Simonica charsis, that the contents of the field, which is like first, second, or third year uh, tree fruit growth, is like charsis is like a tile. Ma charsis hanami. Now, if you have a broken tile, everyone understands like tiles in the bathroom. And what happens when the person's cutting it breaks it? Nothing to do with it. You throw it out. It's it's useless or You can't do anything with Arla. That was the Simmons. So, like, in other words, it was the equivalent of a sign stay away. This is Asr. This was before they had signs. Number three, Vishal Kivaros and Len Um, I'm not a Kohen. If you are a Kohen, very important that you don't walk over graves. I do live on Achal Kishon, and for years there was the issue of there having been graves down there and the Kohanim, could they come and they had to build all these special things? But let's say Shal kivares. How would somebody kind of mark off a grave besid. You would use uh, lime, sort of like uh, the white stuff they use for the first base and third base line in a baseball game. It looks sort of like that, a little bit more permanent. The simana there is dechivir ke'atzamay. It's white, similar to bones, which is essentially all that's left when uh, somebody decomposes. U um, and and they would give a little bit of intensity to the whiteness because they would uh, dissolve it into water and then pour it out uh, to make it even whiter uh, more long-lasting okay th- so that was a list of different things that uh, a person would um, indicate again before they had signs to the the unknowing passer that the the stuff inside his master boxed his name the medvar and when is that like by the kerem and, and the orla uh, and, and these things that, the obviously the field owner is going through a great effort to make sure that the pastor buyer doesn't uh, take this stuff, because this stuff is halachically liassar. Well, when is that? M'shem says it's only during the seventh year. to dehefkerninu. That's where somebody rightfully can go into your field and pick one of these clusters of grapes or take some of this fruit. Aval b'sharshnei shavua, if it's let's say year two or four, or whatever the year is of the seven year Shemitah cycle, you can't go into someone's field and just pick their stuff. It's not like you're a worker. A worker might be able to, but you, you can't just go into someone else's field and take their stuff. You know what Roshul says? Halitele the rush of Stuff it into the mouth of the rush and let him drop dead. <laughs> Bottom line, like you, you don't have to go that far. Comma. Here I, uh, I, I would firebox the Tsnuin. We're going to need to refer to them specifically, but I had Did we have Tsnuin? We yeah. did. They're the the very sensitive ones, the, the, the very um, not wanting anyone to sin through anything that they do, they would leave the money, and they would say the following, anything that was taken from this field, I guess they would do it maybe at the end of the day, uh, should have its holiness transferred onto these monies, so to take the old money out of their pocket. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, what's the problem with this? Because if Rabbi Yochanan is holding like a Stam Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan said that if it's not in your Rishus, what's this guy talking about? He's there at like, uh, I don't know, 4.30 at the end of the day. Someone else took some grapes from his uh, vineyard three hours ago. It's not as in Rishus anymore. How can he change anything that's the status of it that's not in Rishus anymore? Vichitema, so this is now the Gemara speaking. I squiggle another Montana Tsnuin. If you want to say, well, one second, uh, let's read this Teneic source. How many opinions did we have? We had the Tanakama, then this Shitas Yochid of R' Shimon Ben Gamliel, and then the Tsnuin. If you want to say that actually the Tsnuin is just a follow up of R' Shimon Gamliel's opinion, the Chitema Mantana of the Tsnuin approach, R' Shimon Ben Gamliel. And remember, Rabbi Yochanan said his Allah like a Stam Mishnah. That's a mission that's not associated with a name. But if you're going to say this opinion is associated with a name, then Rabbi Yochanan doesn't have to go with it. Well, that's just not true because Amar, Rabbi Baruchana amar none other than Rabbi Yochanan himself. And Rabbi Yochanan kol makim Shishana, Rishonim liel Mishnah senu halacha k'maisa. There's a few special names that we have: Rabbi Yosi and we have Rashim Gamliel. Wherever the name Rishonim Gamliel appears in the Mishnah, the halacha is like him. And therefore, if Rabbi Yochanan says you like a stam mishna, is the one who's like the stam Mishnah, His snuin opinion is. Basically, the way that we go lehalacha, except for three exceptions. This is not one of the three exceptions, but the three exceptions with halacha is not like Rosham Gamlio, Arev, Sidon, and Raya Khrona. We don't know what either of those three, any of those three cases are, but bottom line, we have a question. How could I have Yohanan have said that? That's not in your Rishus. Here we see that these people are doing something, even though it's not in their Rishus, and it's effective and it works. So, uh, and I don't know if this is Rabbi Yochanan speaking or the Gemara speaking on behalf of Rabbi Yochanan, but you have to tinker a little bit with one word in the Tanakh source. It's on the bottom line of the Tanakh source, and it said, Amri, lo tema, don't say, here's three words in right angles, what it does, kol hanilkat which indicates that, the owner of the field is standing like at the end of the day at sunset and says that anything that was like during the previous day, during the, all the daylight hours, picked rather Ela ema. say instead that what the person declares is in the morning, Kolha Ha Kate, anything that will be taken from this field, Mizeh, and that he can certainly do because nothing's been taken yet and therefore it's still in his possession. So he's allowed to make a declaration or tra- change the status of something because it's still in his possession. The Gemara has a few questions on this. Could Rabbi really have said this? And I put a number one in the margin here, and I uh, called it approach number one. And if we flip over down with bays, about 12 lines down, first word line is Bioyveld. There is then a Ella. I squiggle underlined that Ella, and in the margin I put a number two. It's going to be a Second approach. So here we go. Let's first ask the question. So Rabbi Yochan apparently is saying, kol ha mitlakeit mize." He's there in the morning. He's putting some money aside and, and it's going to apparently cover anything that's picked, you know, two, three, five, eight hours later in the day. Really? Did, did he really say that? specifically that Snuin required to be Rishusah for it to work, here I circled his name, Rabbi Yochanan had declared, and everyone knew this, that there's two opinions that actually hold the exact same thing. There's number one, that Snuin. we saw them about six lines ago in that snake source, and another opinion we're about to see, and Rav Doisa, essentially are saying the same thing. Now, if the Tznu and Rabdosa are saying the same thing, for the continues the Gemara, nilkat ka'amar, Rabdoisa clearly says that it's at the end of the day, anything that was gathered in from the field is what the declaration that's made, desanya, as we see in the following brysa. The brysa goes for two lines, it's going to have two make opinions, one of them is going to be Rabdoisa, it's going to be pretty clear what Rabdosa is saying, and if Rabjochanan himself said Rabdoisa and the Tznu are saying the same thing, then we got a problem. So here is the brisa. Rabbi Yehuda, I Rabbi Yehuda, he says that if you have a sensitive field owner, shachris in the morning, balabai o'ymed, the who owns the field, and he's got, let's say, know, some kamravai or some arla or things that would be problem if someone took it. He stands, and he says, Call sheyilke to aniyim, anything that's going to be taken by the aniyim, and this is specifically regarding the issue of Leket. Right? Lekat the different manasaniyim. Not every ani is well versed in the halacha. Now, for Leket, he can take one or two, but if there's like a bunch of them, he can't take it. Now you have a owner of the field who's nervous. Maybe he'll have an Ani who won't know that and it'll take like three or four or five of them, and that's too money. So what does he get up in the morning and say? to anim hayom hafkar. Anything that's taken, whether it's rightfully taken as even if they take like a little bit more, it's gonna be hefkar. And therefore, like if Anani takes more, don't worry about it. It's Hefker anyway. It's not stealing. That's Rabbi Yehuda. We want to focus much more, though, on Rebdoisa. Rebdoisa, Imer, I would firebox Rebdoisa to match our firebox Snuin about eight lines ago. Rebdoisa says, no, that's not what happens. Not that the guy gets up in the morning and does that. Ribdoisa says, itute Erev, in the evening, at the end of the day, Oymer, he says, regarding his field, and there were a whole bunch of aniyim who had been taking, and maybe some took too much. His declaration is, quote, Kol she lok hefker. anything that the aniyim took, whether it was two hours or four hours or eight hours ago, it should be hefker. Now that's pretty clear. Rabdois is saying it's at the end of the day, even though the stuff was already taken, even though it's not Bereshusai, which means that also the Tsinuin would hold, even though it's not Bereshusai. But how could it be that if it's not Bereshusai, you have to believe in Matashit? That's the question on Rabbi Yochanan. Well, says the Gemara, epoch I squiggle around the epoch Simply, the two names that we had in the Tenei verse we just had, the Firebox, Rebdosa, and the Rabbi Yehuda, switch the names around. So make it that Reb Dosa is really saying the Rabbi Yehuda opinion. Epoch, the Reb Yehuda, the Reb Dosa, and Reb the Reb Yehuda. In which case, it makes Reb Dosa saying that the owner of the field gets up in the morning and says anything that in the future is going to be taken okay, so apparently everything's okay, but it's not. Amai Afchis masnisa? why did we just flip around the names in the Tanakh source we had a line ago, two lines ago? Afcha Yochanan. Why don't we switch around what Rabbi Yochanan said, instead of making the mission a mistake, make it our understanding of what Rabbi Yochanan said. Rabbi Yochanan never said that Snuan and Ribdoisa. make it Eima or Afcha L'Rebi Yochanan ve quote, that Snuan. And Rabbi Yehuda, damro davarechad. Instead of having the whole Tanaic source have to switch the opinions, just have what Rabbi Yochanan said, that's one. and Rabbi Yehuda. Hmm. Well, the reason why we prefer the approach of switching around the names in the Tanaic source is because we've got to do that anyway. Really? Yeah. Amri, here's like a double negative. It's not enough that we don't know. In other words, we have to switch the names in the Mishnah anyway. We have to switch this Reb Yehuda and Rebdo's opinion anyway. Debeha should be the word masnisa in this Tanaic source, the one we had now about four or five lines ago. Ketani de Reb Yehuda Breira. It, it seems to, as the way it's printed, that Ribihuda Yehuda holds of Breira. What's the Breira? Retroactive determination, something that a person does later, affects what was done earlier. So he's putting this money down, but no one's taken anything yet. It's only an ani might take a little bit too much, an hour from now, three hours from now, six hours from now. For his declaration to work, you have to hold a brera. You have to hold that what the is going to do later will affect it by the money now. But we know they're rebuked in general. He's not one of those who subscribe to Brera. In other words, it doesn't work. How do we know that he's not one of those who agrees with the concept of Brera working? It's not. And this is uh, just one of the most famous Mishnayas, um, or Tanakh sources quoted. It must be a dozen times it comes up, seemingly uh, at least a few times a year in, in Dafyomi. The old Friday afternoon rush. And the wife says, "A uh, hey, uh, you got that barrel of wine? We got all the uh, guests coming over tomorrow, the important guests. Ah, oh, you didn't get the barrel of wine. Well, like all the places, uh, you know, everything's closed. Where am I going to get wine now for all the guests? So, but well, you do have the kusi, uh, you know, uh, John the kusi who lives down the road, and he's got wine. This is assuming that kusi and wine is uh, okay, but kusi and wine is probably not tithe. So, l- let's say it's not really late Friday afternoon, and Normally, any fruit, any produce, when you get it, what do you do if it hasn't had?" Truma and Mice taken, you have to separate it out, especially when it's like a liquid, right? So you have to have like a special clee. This could be for the Kohen and this would be the Mice Reshim, Mice Reshim. And it's late Friday afternoon. He doesn't have the Caleb to do it. And he basically is going to be able to, a- allowed, or at least some tonight are going to say, he's allowed to make a verbal declaration of what will be in the future. Like Saturday night, Shne Lugim Shani let's say he bought 100 lug, so 2%. Or tulogin, that in the future, I'm going to be separate out from whatever's left in this uh, barrel by the end of uh, uh, Saturday night. Hare hein truma, declares those are truma. It doesn't do anything, just leaves it because it doesn't have anywhere to put it. Asara, the next 10, which is the next 10%, is my seri Kama, then he's left with about 90 or maybe 88 or 88 point, whatever it is, but he says teisha, another 9 uh, portions will be Meisser Shaney, and by the way, Meisser Shaney it 's not like he has to go find a Cohen or levy. Uh, he can take care of it himself he 's got that envelope of Myer Shaney money sitting in his kitchen, so he can make, he can make a quick declaration and be Mihala the Kedusha of this miser Shaney onto that money. In other words, he does whatever he can do. Vishasa Miyad and he could drink it for Friday night and they could drink it on his wife is okay because the guests came, and there was plenty of wine for everyone. Divir Rebi Meyer. This is using the concept of Brera. In other words, retroactive determination works. What I, Moffrish, the 2% I take, Matsi Shabbos, it turns out was really the 2% that was the Truman. Everything that we drank was fine. And same with the Meiser Rishon. That, though, is only agreed upon by Rebbe Meir. I believe he forgets. Or, there's a whole discussion. What happens if it spills? What if it does spill? What if the barrel breaks? But let's just uh, simply, mm-hmm. Reb Mayer holds a breira. Who does not hold a Brerah? A whole bunch of rabbis, one of which is, uh, I box Reb Yehuda, Reb Yehuda as well as Reb Yosef, as well as Reb Shimon, Oysrin, they say, mm, can't do this. Bre- we don't hold a breira. Now, that's fine for Reb Yosef and Reb Shimon to hold it, but how can we say Reb Yehuda doesn't hold a breira? We just had Reb Yehuda holding a breira in Amal Aleph, and now we see Reb Yehuda doesn't hold a Brera. Okay. So the Gemara answers a question with a question. Uh, it marks this a long question marking. It goes about eight lines to develop, and we uh, had a problem switching the names in the Tanaic source. The Gemara now asks Amri, Sof Sof, Am I Kaf cheslam Nisan? At the end of this whole Sokia, why did we have to switch around the names in the Tanaic source, the uh, Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbi Doisa? Well, the reason was, Mishum de Kasha le Rabbi Yehuda, Yehuda. Okay, well, when you switch the names though, Hashdanami, you're going to have a contradiction or a stira. Kasha de Rabbi Yohanan, ad How's that? Da Amris, we had said, le Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yohanan had given an answer that according to him, don't say that this, let's see, about 10 line quote of omission of Maestro Cheni in the middle of the previous sambud was that the declaration is anything that was taken, but rather anything that will be taken. Okay, so Rabbi Yochan is saying anything that will be taken. nilkat, kolha so he's making that declaration, but it hasn't yet been taken. It's only two, four, six hours later, when the stuff is taken that will happen. That sounds like Breira. Alma Isle Breira. I dot underline Isle Breira. It sounds very much like Rabbi Yochanan holds of the concept of Breira working. The problem with that is, V'ha Amr Rabbi Yochanan, that same Rabbi Yochanan, we know Leisle Breira is not one of those subscribers. He says Breira doesn't work. Da Amra Vasi Amar Rabbi Yochanan, underline Rabbi Yochanan. Where do we see that Rabbi Yochanan is saying that Breira doesn't work? Let's say you have a father and he's got a few sons, and father dies, so you split the estate with the sons. Now, how do you look at the portion of the estate that each son got? Is that his definitive portion and they can go off into the sunset forever, or no? Rabbi Yochanan says, if they split um, estate of the father, they're viewed as another way of saying, and I wrote above that, Ein brera. and the main thing is, they all have to get together, even if they don't like each other months. Once every 50 years, after the Yovel year, when, remember, everything goes back to its original ancestral owner, be over they got to put it all back into the pot and split it again because if it really was theirs and it's theirs but it's not really theirs and that's another way of saying ain' breira the split that was done at the end doesn't actually in all ways uh, affect the ownership in which case then you have a stiernabjoknan because we have forbjoknan holding ain breira and erbjoknan holding yes breira which really leads us to taking out the eraser and erasing everything we've done the past 20 lines or so, which is why we have a number two in the margin and a squiggle underline, Ella. This is basically a, a whole new approach. Ella la When it came to the um, 10, 11 line snake source on the previous Amud, the correct reading, according to Rabbi Yochanan, be kol ha nilkat in the keramavai. Anything that is nilkat, anything that is uh, going to be taken later in the day. So, don't we hear always says that it looks like a Stam Mishnah? Yeah, but stama Achrina Ashkach. He found a different Stam Mishnah that he could say he's going like to Tznan. When's the last time we had a Mishnah, by the way? in Masech's Bavakama. I think it was back on the first mission of the Perik, which was almost uh, well over a week ago. That's the Mishnah. And that's the, you might ask, like, how do we get so far from the first mission? We're tying it all back into the opening mission of this Perik, or the seventh Perik. Ein ha gainiv gana mishal that was, uh, here we go. That's right. Back in the Mishnah about eight daf ago. That Mishnah, so guy who steals from someone else who steals doesn't pay keifel. Why? And with this we're going to conclude. We'll read about six more lines. Amai, question mark, comma. Why? lo'i, The second ganav. There's no way he's paying the first ganav, the Kafel. Why? Because the pasuk describes the context with which kefil is paid. and So if I steal something from you that's rightfully yours, I'm going to have to pay you double. If I steal something from a thief, I don't have to pay him, it wasn't his. Why shouldn't the ganav sheni pay the rightful owner? You know why? Ze He's not paying the ganav the kefal, because it's not his thing, and the other one, because it's not in his rishus. He would pay the rightful owner, but he didn't take it from the rightful owner. If he stole it from the rightful owner, fine, but he took it from somebody else. Okay. Almost parenthetically, when Rabbi Yochanan says we pass the like Stam Mishnah, we pulled this Mishnah, which actually happens to be our Mishnah from the beginning of the Perak out and said, this is the one that he's going like, not like the other Stam Mishnah. Then we want to know why. My Chazis, why do we see fit to Azil that will assume that Rabbi Yochanan would have followed Basar HaHistama Li'avid Ki HaHistama Ditsnuin? Why would we go like this stama It works better for our issue, but why would we say it? Well, the reason is because there's actually a Pasuk which would back up this approach. Mishum kra The Pasuk says regarding being maktish, Something, as And a man when he makes hektish to his house to be kodesh L'Hashem. Okay, usually your house is your house. It's in your possession. Ma birishusai We would much prefer to have the Rebbe Yochanan going like this. because so too everything else has to be birishusai, as opposed to the other case where we're saying it wasn't really birishusai. Kama. We're going to have a whole slew of observant Jews, Abaye, Rava, Ravina, but we'll wait for tomorrow to see what their observations are about this uh, Rabbi Yochanan and the Snuin. Adkan.